good morning. Welcome to the Bond Sunday Morning Services, exploring the faith, your faith hour. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. I forget sometimes if it's the faith hour or your faith hour. But whatever it is, that's what we're doing. You can get involved by calling 888-775. No, no, no. Forget the number. That's the radio number. It's on the screen there. All right. And uh, you can get involved by calling that number. How y'all doing? Good day. All right. Today is um, the seventh step of uh, building a solid foundation. Every third Sunday, we put in the next step. So today is the seventh step of building a solid foundation. And it comes from Deuteronomy 6, uh, chapter 6, verse 13 through 15. Deuteronomy 6, verse 13 through 15. And um, uh, can you read that for me? Yes. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. I want to. You don't want to? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I never heard anyone in church say, I don't want to. Uh, Deuteronomy 6, 13 through 15. Deuteronomy. Where did that name come from, Deuteronomy? What does it mean? Um, Rhonda, you have it? Yes. Okay, let Rhonda read it for me. Thou shalt fear Jehovah thy God, and he shall thou shall serve by his name. Ye shall not go after other gods of the gods of the peoples that are, I can't see, that are round about you. I'm sorry, that's terrible, but did you understand any of it? No. <laughs> Let me get a white person to read. You can't hear her. The mic needs to be a little closer. You want to reread it? Let her hold it. Yeah, go ahead, Ron. Thou shalt fear Jehovah thy God, and him shalt thou serve, and shalt swear by his name. Ye shall not go after other gods of the gods of the people that are around, that are round about you. For Jehovah thy God in the midst of thee is a jealous God. Least the anger of Jehovah thy God be kindled against thee, and he destroy thee from off the face of the earth. Okay. Uh, what did you say, Patrick? Yahweh your God is the one you must fear, him alone you must serve, his is the name of which you must swear. Do not follow other gods, gods of the peoples round you, for Yahweh your God among you is a jealous God. The wrath of Yahweh your God would blaze out against you, and he would wipe you off the face of the earth. Okay. My question is, do you fear God? And... Um, I want to really deal with these things because I've come to realize even more so that this Christian's foundation is uh, very weak. They don't have like a solid foundation. And there's so much going on in the earth today, so much temptation, so much violence and hatred and false love and all kinds of things are happening. And I noticed that the Christian's... uh, starting to feel a sense of loss 
they like giving up. They don't really see the next step to take or what to do. They are afraid even more so today to speak up. Uh, uh, families are falling apart. And it's all in the name of Jesus. The average woman said, yes, I believe in God. There was a, uh, a shooting in Chicago. Chicago Tribune is reporting 22 shots in Chicago over 12 hours, um, including a girl, 11 years old, killed um, at sleepover. So this little 12-year-old girl went over to her friend's house, her friend house, and they to do a sleepover. They were sitting in the bedroom playing with the dolls and, and all that kind of stuff. There was a shooting in that neighborhood. The bullet went through the wall and shot her in the head and killed her. But within a 12-hour period, 22 people were killed. Isn't that amazing? And the girl was rushed to the hospital, and while waiting to see if she was going to survive or not, the parents, uh, some of the folks who were there in the waiting area, went outside and held hands, and they prayed to God, Oh, Lord, please help us. If we, we need you. And if, um, if we've ever needed you, Lord, we need you now. Help us, Lord. And the little girl died. And um, it's a pretty sad story. But I realized some stuff from that story <laughs> in that with all the tragedies going on, tragedies going on, tragedies going on in the, black, in the uh, black community, they always cry out to God. They always claim to know God. They always sing and shout about him. But yet, when you really look at the life, it's not working. It's all bad. You know, like it's all hell. And yet, there is no question as to why. You know, why? Why is my family dying like this? Why would my little girl be sitting in, in a room in a house and get shot in the head, 12 years old? There's no, like, there's no nothing about it. And they just pray to God. Everybody say amen. They'll go to the funeral. They'll get it over with and go to church next Sunday and just continue the same thing. And I realize it's, it's because they don't have a solid foundation. It's just not there because they're not really examining themselves and their relationship with God. And that's mind-blowing to me. Absolutely mind-blowing to me. So the question is, do you fear God? This is the seventh step to building the solid foundation. Do you fear God? Anybody here fear God? Okay, and the rest of you don't. Okay, that's good. Don't worry about it if you don't. I, because I want to know why if you do, and I want to know why not if you don't. And, okay, you say you, right here, you fear God. Well, no, I, I talked to you about this a couple months ago, about the fact that when I was a little kid, I used to hear that fear God, you know, and all that stuff. And I used to think when I was a little kid, I go, I don't, I don't want to fear God. You know, I want to like God, you know. I want, right. And I didn't want to fear him. And so I really never understood that fear God thing. Oh, okay. And so now that I you still don't, don't fear God. I'm sorry? I still don't fear God. You don't fear him. Why not? 
I don't feel like he's, I, I ha he's not going to hurt me. He's not going to hurt you? And that's why you don't fear him? Oh, okay. Um, and you say you do fear God in the back? Yes, you do fear God. Right. And why? Well, in my head, there's going to be a giant war, and God's going to be uh, the winner. So I want to be on the winner's side, oh. basically. That's why you fear God? Absolutely. Because of this war that's coming? It's going to be a humongous war, and I, I want to be on the winning side. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, there's spiritual, obviously, but it'll be manifest. In the but suppose you'd be dead. You're dead before the war starts. But there's that's they're going to be that's going to God God's going to be the one wrapping up the whole story. He's the author to the, all of history. So so you know you, whenever that you know there's going to be like a, it's, we're still going to be part of the story. So oh, okay. I want to be on the on the right part of the story. All right. Uh, hopefully you know. Uh, so I won't make any jokes. I'll just say that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Ray, do you fear God? Did you have your hands up? Yes or no? I didn't put it up because oh. I was confused. I sort of fear God. I'm sorry. I, know I sort of fear God. Yes. Because He could, uh, you know, destroy my soul, uh, and if I don't do His will, you know, and change. Uh, and then part of me knows it because I've read it, you know, in the Bible yeah. and stuff. And. Uh, and I was asking as I was coming, because I know you were going to ask that question, you know, if I fear God. Well, I think fear has a lot to do with worshiping God and loving God. And that's as far as I get. Oh, okay. So the answer is, yes, you do fear him? Uh, yes, I do fear him. Yes, I Had do. you thought of that before I brought it up? Well, I've heard you talking about it, so I've been asking that question to myself. But before I brought up last Sunday that this is what we're going to deal before, with today. Before you brought it, I feared God. You thought I to yourself, I, I fear God. Yeah, I thought I did. Oh, okay. Uh, I asked my barber, do you fear God? I went in the chair there and talking, and he like, do I fear God? And he said, yes, I fear God. And I said, well, why? He's like, where is this going? What are you asking me this for? Where is this going? What are you up to today? And then he said, yes, I fear because as a kid I was taught to. And it's in the Bible. I said, so is there anything about you that fear God other than that? He like, yes, because I was taught to fear him. And I thought that was an interesting answer. Ron, do you fear God? Uh, not in the ego fear way. Oh, one so of those. Because the, the way we think of fear is to be frightened and to feel like someone's going to harm us. So, no, I don't. I, I want to love God, and that's. I see God as a loving God, and I want to love Him. So I don't see the fear. So you do not fear Him. I do not. You do not. I do not in the egotistical way. If there's a different kind, a godly <laughs> fear of Him, maybe, but not in the, the fear that we know. How do you know you don't fear him in the egotistical way? Because I see him as a loving God, and I want to uh, know him and love him, so there's no fear there. Okay. And how do you see him as a loving God? Where's the proof that he is a loving God? In the world every day, in my life every day, that he keeps me from harm and 
he looks over me and my family and the world and different things happening. That's how you see him as a loving God? Yeah. But he does the same thing for the sinners. He does. So that's a loving God. Does he love the sinner? He does love the sinner. Oh, okay. He just wants them to get better. I'm sorry? I think he wants them to get better, but he loves them in, in, in the meantime. Okay. Very interesting. I, um, I have to try to speak right today because on Monday morning, I, I'm judged by James, mm -hmm. uh, my producer's. <laughs> He remembered everything that I said. Say wrong, and we have to go on a radio show, and he correct me in front of everybody. Isn't that something? <laughs> uh, what a judging. Uh, can't you fear God? I don't remember if you raised your hand or not. Yes, I do. You do, and why? Um, because he's all-powerful, and... He's created this world that, that I have been born into. A little louder for me. He's all-powerful, and he created the world that I was born into. And that's why you fear him? Correct. And how do you know you fear him? How do I know? Yes. I just have the, that kind of respect for God. You have that kind of respect? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, Ron, you say you, you fear him, right? And, and why? Uh, he's perfect love. First of all, you fear God? Yes. Or am I, okay. And why do you fear him? Well, he's perfect love, and I'm not. Um, and will he accept me? Um, and I do have pride, so I think I know it all and all that. And I'm definitely worried about that. Yeah. But I know that Christ is our Savior. But my, my fear of him is really a joyful fear, or like a, a joy that there's a perfect love. Of. Uh, but I do yeah. fear. <laughs> but it doesn't paralyze me. It just makes me, it actually makes me feel better that I know there's a perfect oh, okay. God. Um, and so, so you know, how do you know you fear him? Because of learning through the Bible of who God, getting to know who God in Christ is. Oh, okay. Isn't it a good question? Yes. Man, it's such a good question. Uh, you fear God? Yes. I'm sorry? Yes. And why? I mean, it's, it's kind of like a reverent fear. I'm in, you know, awe of him, and it's a sort of, because he's all-knowing, all-powerful and everything. So I fear him because he has the, um, I don't know, it's like the fear and the love is so close, but I fear him because he has the power to, you know, to condemn me, or it, it's like it, I don't live in fear of him, but it keeps me on the right track, you know? Uh -huh. Uh, so were you aware that you fear him before I brought it up last week? Yes. You were aware. Okay. Good. Because a lot of people don't think about that. And that's why I asked, were you aware of it beforehand? Yes. Okay. Let me just ask two other people right here. Do you fear God? Um, I do because that's just natural to do that. It's natural to fear him. It's natural. And how do you know you fear him? Um, because, well, my fear comes from reading of the scripture. Right. Okay, so if you look at Revelation chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, that's where John first meets Christ in a vision, right? And Christ is this glorious image, like his face shines as the sun. And then it says what happened to John is that he fell down as dead because of his fear. 
But then Christ comes to him and puts his hand on him, his right hand on him, and says, fear not, for I am the first and the last. And, you know, then it goes on from there. Right. And so even though it's a natural thing to fear him, when you come up against Christ, he fell to his face as if dead. This is the same John who met Christ before. And yet Christ told him not to fear. So that's like... And so how does that affect you? That, um, Christ, that Christ in his glory and God in his power are worthy of fear, but yet we are not supposed to fear them. According to Christ's commandment to John, he told him, fear not. And so how does that affect your life? Makes me re-examine my perceptions of, you know, God and why I'm fearing him. Oh, okay. It but, also says in Revelation... Oh, I'm sorry. Hold for the mic there. Yes. I mean, it also says in Revelation, um, Revelation 14, 7, fear God and give him glory because the hour of his, of his judgment has come. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm loving this. Totally. I'm getting, realizing some stuff as you guys are speaking. Let me ask this. John, you fear God. Yeah. Hold on. I'm sorry. Yes, I do fear how, God. How do you know you fear him? Well, uh, you brought it up last weekend. Uh -huh. Okay. So I thought about it, and I even read up on that. And uh, I, for some reason, it came to mind, like, for instance, Moses. You know, God, he was in God's presence. If I think myself, I mean, I would tremble like I don't know what. Or I don't know what would happen, but I would definitely be fear there. If you were in front of God, huh? if you were in front of God, you would tremble with fear? Yes, oh. yes, yes. But, but here's the interesting part. But only if I think of that, that I could see, yeah, I would fear God. But if I uh, examine my life and what happens from day to day, yes. you know, it doesn't come up. What doesn't come up? I mean, I, I, I do not ever fear God. <laughs> so you I mean, don't fear him unless you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, you know, I mean, the example that I gave before, okay. you see, but other than that, because there's also, it seems to be a paradox. Uh, you know, God is all love. Right. And uh, love uh, drives out fear. So, and then I think of, I also think, you know, he is my, he's my father. <laughs> And, uh, and uh, so that's, that's, you know. God is your father, and, you, and because of that, you yeah, fear but, him? Uh, you know, I mean, these are the thoughts that come to mind. Okay. Yes. I appreciate that. Okay. Let me ask one other person that I'm behind the headline. God, Lord, help me with this one. Yes. Do you fear God, Patrick? I don't. Uh, yeah, I fear him in a certain kind of way. I, I, I fear, I kind of have my life in a, like the outer boundaries. I don't want to hit the outer boundaries of, <laughs> of bad behavior. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I fear him in that kind of big boundary way. Right. But I don't, I don't fear him probably in, in the more day-to-day, uh, moment-to-moment uh, judgments and things like that. I don't seem to have any fear of judging people with that and, and thinking that and being afraid of God at the same time. 
Oh. So you do fear him sometime as long as you stay in a boundary? Yeah, I think as long as I stay in some kind of a big box uh, <laughs> that he's not going to nuke me. I've never heard it like that before. <laughs> uh, and then and how do you get out of that box? Do you get out of that box sometimes? Uh, yeah, but I'm definitely fearful that I might get, get nuked if I do. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't. Well, he's waiting for that nuclear bomb to have dropped. <laughs> <laughs> that war. Um, I don't, uh, you know, uh, I don't play merrily outside of the box, you know. Kind of like, like somebody being in a war zone or something and you go outside to play and kick the ball around, but you're still looking for the, for the uh, airplanes and things. What is your box based on? What do you mean? Like, how do you, what, how do you know if you go outside your box? Well, it's just based on my perception of what would be really, really uh, displeasing to God. Oh, okay. That is so interesting to me. Um, last word, do you fear God? Yes. You do, and why? Um, because uh, my past experience, uh, I think that, uh, that, uh, that if you do uh, something um, that is sort of outside the box, kind of like what he said. Oh, you're not saying box with him? Oh, but I see, it, I see it a little bit different. You I let see, him in your box. No, 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 no. I, I, see, I see it a little bit different. I see it a little bit different. I, I think that, uh, um, I mean, Jesus says that uh, fear not those that can kill the body, but fear him who can cast your soul into eternal, eternal hell. I think doing the, right, doing the wrong thing brings suffering into your life. I think your conscience uh, lets you know that uh, you know when you're doing the wrong thing, and it tempers you, it holds you back from doing it because you because the, the consequences of what you're bringing into your soul. So, in that respect, um, I have a fear of, of of doing the doing the wrong thing because of ultimately what it leads. I can't give myself a life over to to uh, to sin like some people can. Um, there's always something holding me back because I I I I know the consequences of it. Putting your hand to the fire, so to speak. So in that respect, um, you know, I have a fear, uh, a fear of God. Since he Do you king. have any other God before him? Uh, no. You don't? No. So you love God and nothing else? Well. Nothing alone, <laughs> you love nothing but God. No. Uh, uh, you the, say no? No, no, no. The thing, the, 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 uh, <laughs> the I still have attachments. So you I do know. have other gods? Well, I, but they're not God. What are they? It's, it's a, a, a false god. <laughs> what? It's still yeah, a god. No, I mean, you know, but yeah, but it's not, I haven't, it's not, uh, no, I have, I, I suppose, yeah, I suppose, it's, yeah, there's an ego part of me that's still attached to uh, idolatry things, like, uh, um, I can't really think of anything right now. Um, so you do have other gods. But those are not gods. You said, thing. you said they're gods, but they're false gods. No, they're not God. Well, I just say they're not gods. What are they? It's just attachments to say. I would say, you know, maybe my home, my car. Um, but even thinking. So about could you have those attachments and still love God with all your heart, soul, and might, and nothing else? No. Could you have them? No. So then you don't love God. Um, and you, I, I can't say that I don't love God either. Why not? Because uh, because I do love Him. But if you love Him, how can you love other things? Uh, because they're, they're, because my, I'm not yet perfect. What? I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm but not the Bible perfect. says that you 
You should love God with all your heart, soul, and might, and nothing else along with Him. Yeah, but the Bible always says, "Become therefore perfect." So um, it does. It, it, it you know. So you, in your imper in your imperfect state, yes. is it possible that you don't love God? It's, it's possible there's aspects inside of me that don't love God. Yes. So is that true that you don't love Him? No. I said uh, there's aspects within me that don't love Him. That don't love God. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Wow. Let me ask, um, Patrick, you say you do love God. I mean, you do fear God, but in this box. Yeah, but let me, let me clarify what I really fear. I fear losing God's grace. I fear losing his protection. That's what I mostly fear. Oh, I see. And Do you I have any I, other gods? What's that? Do you have any other gods? Uh, yeah, truckload. So if you have other gods, how could you fear God? I'm, I, I'm just telling you, I fear losing his grace, his protection. But that, if that, you did, why would you hold on to these other gods? I, I don't know. Maybe I don't fear it enough, but I do have fear of it. Oh, okay. This is like, I'm loving it. Thank you for the fellowship. I'm going to ask the son of Satan in a minute. Uh, did I see your hand, John? Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Uh, anyway. What I, what I forgot to add before, uh -huh. and I was even thinking about it while the conversation was going on here. Yes. When I'm in, if, like the, the example that I used, you know, if, if I would be in his presence, the reason I would be, you know, terrified is because of what I am. What you are see? you? Well, you know, what, what am I? Uh, <laughs> well... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm complete. I'm, I'm, I'm a sinner. It's one way to describe it. Oh. But what I am is what would cause me to fear. And you know the interesting part is, what? how come when I when I uh, uh, think about being in His presence that I would be terrified? How come that I'm not that I don't feel that way uh, here and there at least? Unless you think about it. Yeah. Unless you think about it, you don't, don't feel that way. I don't understand. Yeah, well, I understand I do that. understand that. I understand I mean, that. You know, Very good words, question. Yeah. You know, in other words, it's, well, okay. that's it. You know, I was reading uh, Solomon, and I was, uh, for the first time in my life, I realized that Solomon, Solomon went through and thought about everything that we talk about. He, he really did. He he didn't know what to do, and then he did things that he thought he should be doing. He went out some things he thought he should have, and when he got those things, he realized he, those were not the things. He didn't know this, and he didn't know that. He had so many questions about that relationship with God. It was so interesting, because I never have heard that he thought that way and went through those things. I just thought he was a child of God, and he was just smart, and that was it. But there's nothing new under the sun, and everything that we think and go through has already been done. It's already nothing new that we're going through. Um, let me ask uh, right here. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You say you fear God, right? Yes. Do you have any other gods before him? No. No. no except for, like, food. I'm sex, sorry? Food and sex. Other than that, I'm pretty straight. <laughs> He yeah. said, no, I have no other gods except food and sex. The two worst ones. So you do have other gods before him. I, I'm giving up other gods right now. 
That's up to food and sex. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. well, I'm giving up those two. Yeah. But how can you fear here when you got the two main ones in your life? <laughs> it's it's scary when you give it when you give it up. You get you fear God because you're coming into His presence. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> These are some interesting answers today. Yes, sir. I saw your hand. Yes, you did. Thank you. Um, you know, it's, I I also thought that um, Adam was. Um, when he was created, he was hanging out with God and having a good time and naming animals and just having fun until he sinned and then he feared God. When God came to the garden asking for him, he right. hid behind a, a tree or something Yeah, and, and didn't want to come out and see him. Do you have any other gods? I do. Because in the scripture it says that God is a jealous God and that we should have no other God but him and if we do, He's going to, what, strike us down and get rid of us? Yeah. And so if we have fear, will we have any other gods? No. Then how do you have another God if you have fear of God? Um, that's a confused individual, yes. <laughs> These answers are all inside of us, and I ask them because I want you to start seeking him, too. Get rid of all that you know because you really don't know anything. I don't know anything. We, don't, we are so dumb that it's not even funny. We don't really know anything. And that's why I'm getting the answers that I'm getting now. Um, yes. You fear God? I do. Why? Because I, because I know in my heart I'm not... I'm a terrible person. I have a lot to answer, answer for. And so why don't you overcome that? I don't know how to do it. Oh, okay. We'll show you how today. For the 130,000 point, yeah. 3 million point, 800,000 times. Okay. Uh, one, more, one more thing. Uh, the board doing around me means book of remem remembrance. Oh, that's what it means? Yes. Oh, cool. Thank you. That's what you were going to tell me to? Uh, what's your question or comment? I just want to ask you if, would you say that the first God, false God, would be knowledge? Because as Martin brought up, we were seeking knowledge when the original sin occurred. Especially if you hold on to it, yes. You're not supposed to. So knowledge would be a false God? Knowledge dealt with in the wrong way separate you from God. And yes, it is a false God. It's the first false God because of that I don't reason. know about the first, but it is, um, it is, it is a, a God. It can destroy you. It is a sin. You should not hold on to it. Yes, sir. Well, I was going to say that even if I was to die and go to hell, Right. And burn for eternity. I would still not fear God. I would uh, be terrified of the horrors of hell. Right. But I wouldn't fear God. Are you terrified of the horrors of hell right now in life? There's some pretty horrifying hell things going on right there now. There sure is. And are you terrified by it? Yes. You are? And what are you doing about it? Confronting it. Oh, uh, How? Uh, whenever I feel like fear of something, I move towards it instead of away from it. Oh, okay. 
right. Did I, you have, did I see your hand? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Um, I think that uh, the question is a, is a good question. I re recall asking myself that question when I first read Solomon myself. Uh, do I fear God or, or, or trying to understand what it is exactly did he mean? Because he opens up um, uh, his, uh, his, his uh, verse like that. Uh, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. And, and uh, I think uh, it right now is allowing me to question. Right now when everybody's talking, everybody's giving me a little bit of feedback. It's giving me uh, uh, exploring into how I do have false gods. And uh, I haven't really addressed it and whereby I let them go, you know, really, really committed to letting them go uh, with uh, God's, God's grace. The knowledge is a big one. I think that uh, the knowledge of uh, the, the knowledge, the intellectual knowledge that you hold in your head. So do you um, fear him? I would say yes, but, but, but. Only because I can't. Why give are you my, saying yes when you're giving all the proof that you don't? Because I can't give myself over to a sin completely. So but, something holding me but back. But if you're sinning, you've already given yourself over to sin. Completely. You can't have like a little sin, and yet you're not sinning. But I don't know how to drop it all at once now. Do you see what I'm saying? I, I, right. I mean, I, you know, if, if I can drop it all at once right now, I would do it. But I don't. I, I you know, maybe you can you can tell me how how I can. How I can, you know, uh, I, I can, you know, leave, the, leave this uh, place right now and and be done with sin. Oh, okay. I'll tell you in a minute. All right. Let me ask the son of Satan if he fear God. <laughs> Seems you like fear? that's an obvious answer, right? I uh, know. Uh, <laughs> nope. You don't fear him. How do you know you don't fear him? Have you thought about this before today or before last week when I mentioned? Yeah. And how do you? Why do you say you don't fear him? Because I do have gods before him. Yeah. That's, that's one of them. Andre read something the other day. It had a few more things in it. And at that point, I realized I didn't. Okay. I, um, I realized last week, and that's why I brought it up to you last week, that I do not fear God. I absolutely do not fear him. I thought I did because I heard fear God all my life, and I read in the Bible, fear God. So I go around, oh, I fear the Lord, right? But when you look at my heart or the way I was living and the stuff, I didn't fear God. I did not fear him at all. And it's clear now, and I would not have known that I did not fear God unless it was revealed to me that I did not fear God. And that's the only way you're going to know if you fear fear him or not. Because that's why you got all these intellectual answers today that's so confusing. It really had nothing. It was just uh, intellectual answers. It's not discovered answers or realization. It's just answers that you think sound right, and, and it really doesn't. We don't know anything unless it is revealed to us. I did not know I didn't fear him. I thought I did too. But I don't. I want to but I don't, because if I feared him, everything about me would be different. My heart would be different. The way I, the things that I'm still attached to would not be there. But what it is, because he've allowed me to see how, you know, every man's heart is wicked, and you can't trust anyone because every man, woman, and heart is a wicked to the core, right? You can't trust them. And because he've allowed me to see that within myself, I, I have this appreciation for him now in that 
I, I notice how he still treat me well. He do things for me. He give me life. He watches over me. He provide for me in spite of knowing that I don't respect, I don't have fear of him. And so I'm learning to appreciate that. And it's kind of humbling too, because I know that he doesn't have to do that. And I know that I don't have the love that he have and want us to have, but yet he take care of us. He watches over me. And to me, that blows my mind because I don't know one human being on earth that would take care of you once they know you got a wicked heart. They would just still love you and do for you anyway. So my fear now is not a, as some of you said, it's not a physical fear. It's a fear of, I don't want him to take his grace away from me, you know, because he really can. And if he did it, it would be justified. And so I don't want that taken away from me. And, and I still don't know, even in knowing that, honestly, I know to do is to pray, you know, be still and know him. And hopefully he'll guide me through life and he will arrange things the way they should be with me because of myself, I cannot arrange life in the way that he want me to be. But I do know without a doubt that seeking him and seeking him first and foremost is uh, bringing me out of denial and hopefully that's gonna work. But I fear that without having fear or thinking about fear, I fear that his mercy will be taken away from me. Cause that's the only thing that's contained us is his grace for us. That's the only thing that's containing us. So you said you don't fear him, but you want to fear him? No, I know, I, oh, I'm sorry, hold on to the mic. Wait for the mic. Go ahead. You said you don't fear him, but you want to fear him? Yes. I, meaning that I want to be right with him. I want, it's like having a good father that truly loved me, and I'm still disobedient, like attached to different things. And that's why I said the other, other sometime back that I realized I don't love God with all my heart, soul, and might because I'm still attached to some things. And if you truly love God along with nothing else, there's nothing on earth, nobody on earth, no thing, no food, no sex, no lies, no video games that you would be attached to when you truly love him. And that's what it means to be in the world and not of it. And so I want to have that fear for him and hopefully through prayer and seeking him and being serious about it, everything is falling in place the way it will be. And in having that fear, I will have no other God before him. And I realize I can't make that happen. I just need to know that it's not, that I don't have that fear. And the only way I'm able to know it is that he revealed it to me because the mind, the intellect, which is of Satan, and Satan come as the light, he can deceive us of anything. And Satan got us so deceived because he come as the light too. And you say, yeah, you fear God. Just think about it. God is God. God created all things. So yes, you fear him. But when you look at your lifestyle, we look at your heart, you don't fear him. When you look at how you think about yourself and other people, when you look at how you treat people. I know people who are going through some situation right now and they would say, yeah, I fear God, but they're conniving, they're plotting, they're dishonest. And I'm like, well, how in the world, 
how in the world you fear God and you got this going on? You know what I'm saying? But in their minds, Satan has said, you fear God. And they're like, yeah, I fear, I fear, I'm afraid of God because God will take me out. And that's why it's hard for you to say, no, I don't fear God. Because I feel like if you say I don't fear God, you know, I feel like something wrong with saying that. It's better to the ego to say I do fear God or I do love God with all my heart, soul, and might. But it's a setup. God wants you to come out of denial and be honest so that he can be with you. You know, you be with him. He can help you even more so. But it's hard because denial run deep. It's hard to come out of denial. That has to be revealed to you, too. Because you can say, uh, yes, I fear God, or no, I don't fear God. And that's all nothing anyway. You don't really mean that. If you notice that about yourself, you don't really, really mean it. It's just that it's part of the brainwashing that Satan has done to us. Anybody disagree with that? Do you have a question about that? I do have. Okay, hold on just a minute. That, and I'm telling you, you're blind. And unless things are truly revealed, you don't see. Yes. I love my ego life very much. I just don't <laughs> like the consequences of it. Right. You know, when you pursue the things of ego, you suffer a lot. Yes. There's a little quick fix. There's a little high, but then you suffer. Yes. And you have no reputation and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're unwilling to let it go. Yeah, and um, I've always, now, now it makes me wonder, how do you know when you really want something? Like, <laughs> say, we all say, you know, well, we want to be different. We want to change. We want to, yeah. you know, be righteous and stuff. I've said that many times, and yet it, it's not happening, and and I'm supposed to, like, still believe that I really want that? That's a good point. You know the average person, the average Christians are lying when they say, I want to be righteous. I want to be like, you know, I want to be a child of God. They're just lying about that. Because it's nice to say that, too. Because if you truly, 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 truly wanted to be a child of God, you would seek him. You would do what he say do. And you would, he would start revealing to you what's holding your back. He would start speaking to you with that voiceless voice. He would show you things that you never could have imagined yourself. He would be with you. He's with us anyway because of his grace. But if you truly seek him, you would start to know him. He didn't just say that because he, you know, Oh, I have nothing else to do, so let me just say, seek first the kingdom of God and his right way and everything will be added. That's a true, true saying. It, 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 it's real, but you got to stop playing games with yourself or at least letting Satan play games with you. Because even when, uh, this morning when I woke up, I didn't want to, I got I need to get up to shave and I want to get up at six o'clock to shave, right? And so I'm laying there, it was six o'clock, and I heard the voice inside of my head say, just lay down until seven today. And I'm like, okay. And I turned over to go back to sleep, and I realized that's the voice of the devil too. <laughs> it said, you know what, you're too sleepy. And I really, I turned over to go back to sleep, but as I was closing my eyes, I realized that sounded like me. 
but that's not me. It's better for me to get up at this time, get it done, because it'll take me forever, and I don't have to be in a And I got on up. And I realized he, I would, he almost made a fool out of me. So I would, if I had I gotten up at 7, I would have had to rush. And it'd take me uh, forever to get ready. I'm worse than a woman when it comes to dressing. And I have no idea why that is. <laughs> so what? I was going to say, so that's your idol, taking forever to get ready. That's another idol, taking forever to get dressed. Because a real man would get up, take a shower, and go about his business. I got to put lotion on, cause my skin's so ashy. <laughs> and sometimes I think, I wish I had white skin. Because white people don't have to put lotion on. Now, they don't show ashy. They get ashy, but you don't see it. And during the summer, I like wearing sandals and things like that. And my feet look all ashy, and you can tell. I don't have any, and I hate ashy feet. Sometimes I'm walking around, I'm looking at black people with sandals on. I look, and I see ash. I'm like, that's disgusting. All behind the heel is all cracked up. So, but anyway, the point is, <laughs> the point is, um, we don't, we don't know. The more you, th as Solomon said, the more I think I know, the more I realize I don't know. Because everything I think I know is not true. And everything that I don't think that I know is not true. Isn't that like a messed up life? <laughs> yes, sir. So I, I understand the point that you made about grace and sort of your fear is around losing God's grace even though you fear, feel that according to the Bible you don't fear God at that level that the, that the Bible was trying to communicate that fear of God um, but I also for me in terms of Deuteronomy in that section that you uh, read earlier um, I feel like God you know if you look at yourself and you say well do I love and fear this one God and you start analyzing your own life I mean, I think that's really the most important thing is to see what other gods that you have in place of God because when you can see that, it, it starts to allow you to actually be honest with yourself about who you truly are uh -huh. as opposed to just saying, well, yeah, I love God and, I just, and you're lying to yourself the whole time. I think to me that's even more important than what fear means because I saw a lot of people trying to analyze fear today, like what that means to them in terms of they're trying to modify fear. Well, I fear God, but I fear him with some boundary lines and things like that. I think God wants us to really see who our false gods are. And once we can see that, it can open the door for God to come in. And so you were able to see that by analyzing yourself, you were able to see that food is set, is your God? Is your God? Those are the things that I, I look at my daily life, and I try to look at what I am attached to, what right. am I holding up. And, and I have seen that, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Respond to what he just said, Patrick. Very interesting, Kent. You mean in terms of what I said? No, what Kent just said. Oh. Okay. Oh, well, your mind gone somewhere. No, no, he mentioned something about the boundary lines that caught my attention, too, because just to speak about that for a minute, about the boundary lines, what I'm saying is a description of what my, my mind is showing me, which looks like reality. It may not be reality, but that's what I'm walking around with on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, you know how else to come uh, on, the, on the rest of it. I mean, it, it, Can you respond to what he said, Ron? Go ahead, right here. He said that he examined himself 
one thing that he recommended that we examine our, ourselves, right? So that you can see if you have other gods or not. And then once you can see that, he believed that that started to make a change. And you say? Uh, when I pray, I, when I pray, it's about knowing God's will. Yeah. And so I'm constantly trying to know if I'm doing God's will. I want to do God's will. Right. It's not a guilt thing. I, I love, I can't stop talking with friends about and family about God and they are annoyed by me. But because I don't <laughs> care about sports or anything else. So it's kind of, I have to slow down. And, yeah, I want you to cut that out, please. Here <laughs> <laughs> you know, come around, yeah. preaching God. I'm not trying to preach, I'm just trying to talk. But know? to them, that's what it's all like. Yeah. But, um, so God's so will. So back I, off. God's will is um, what I enjoy. Um, so I, I think, I've, I do believe I've gone through that with idols and, and if you, I'm, you know. So you don't love anything else before him? I don't think so. I mean, I love him so much. I, you know, I tell my own, my own daughters know I love God more than I love them. So you say to and your they, daughters, I love God more than I love you? Yeah. And what they, a mean they understand father. They, no, love, they love it. They love me. They no, love God. They, I'm kidding. They're fine with it. Interesting. How about you, Stephanie? What do you say to all this? That's what I was saying. Like, um, seemed like if you didn't fear God a little, like maybe not all the way, you just let <laughs> loose and do whatever you want. So what now? Like if you didn't fear God at all, you would just let loose and do whatever you want. Oh, but you think that if you do fear him, you wouldn't let all the way loose, just a little loose. Yes. Oh, interesting. So do you fear him? In that sense, I, like, I fear him like, you know, like you fear your dad. Like if he tell you to do something, you want to do it. But even with God, it's even more so because you feel like he's watching you when, it, when no one else can see you. So oh. you don't want to do wrong when, he's not, when other people are not watching you. Okay. Interesting. How about you, Rob? You fear God? Uh, yes, I do. I'm sorry. Hold on a minute. Uh, yes, I do. How do you know, Rob? Well, the God makes the universe and laws of physics and, and, uh, oh. and, uh, and also gravity and everything. That, uh, <laughs> okay. And also the laws and everything that we're supposed to abide by. That's and gravity hurts. God. Yes. <laughs> Um, do you love anything else before God? Uh, yeah, I, I see myself love something uh, that enables me to see basically... So if you fear basically, God, how can you have another just, God before him? Well, see, it, it allows me to re-examine myself and be able to see things in proper perspective, you know. Oh, yes. let me say this because we're coming to the end. And, and I want to kind of piggyback on what he said about examining yourself to know yourself and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's been misplaced too. I think about the number of years when I was like, oh, I'm, I'm examining myself. And, and then I see that I'm addicted to this or that, right? But what I noticed that by me seeing that and admitting that I am addicted to it, it did not change. You know, I examined myself and I realized I love this and I love that. And I didn't want to do it, but it didn't change anything. I kept doing it. And the reason for that is because even, and, and I know we have talked about know thyself and examine thyself. It's funny too, because when you say know yourself, examine yourself, Satan jump in and help you examine yourself. <laughs> have you noticed that? He just said, look, you're addicted to this, you're addicted to that. And it never changes. Because he comes as the light. And we gotta, and, and so he would come as the light and let me think. 
I am truly as evident myself. But I was not. It was in an ego way. It was by the light of the devil and not by the uh, realization of God. You can't. And, and, and if you don't believe me, just think about how many times you examine yourself and nothing changed. You stop doing it for a second and then you get right back into it while they're examining yourself. Of ourselves, we can, what I want to tell you is that of ourselves, we can do nothing. And of ourselves, we know nothing. We really, really, really don't. We can't change anything. And so do not set out to examine yourself. What you really want to do is to, to seek God first. You know, you, you need to just really have no opinion about examining yourself or not examining yourself, what is right, what is wrong, what is this and what is that, because all we are doing is giving room to the devil to come to us as the light and convince us of something that is not true. You gotta, we got to live a life um, a uh, wordless life. That doesn't mean we don't communicate with one another, stuff like that. But we got to live a life of revelation, of seeing things and not thinking that we know things or not believing what's in our head or not falling for the okie-doke. We have to live a wordless life. We have to follow the voiceless voice. Even when we pray, we need to allow the Holy Spirit to pray for us, intercede on our behalf, and, God, and the Holy Spirit and Christ is there to do that. But we need to shut up and let it happen because Satan is there using words against us. He really is there. And as you start to seek him, you just start, you're going to see, wow, I really don't. Because unless it be, it's been revealed to you, you don't even know that you don't know anything. You really kind of think that you do. And when I say you, I mean me too. Unless it's revealed, and the more that it is revealed to you, the more you realize you don't know. The more you realize you don't have. And so on and so on. But you got to really just let, we've been so messed up with words and teaching and, and emotions and thinking. It got us locked in deeper than what you could even imagine. It's best to say, I don't know, than to pretend that you do know or think that you do know. Because Satan is using it. He lived by the words. And he has, he has promised that he's going to come back to light too. But his light is to destroy and God's light is to give life. And we got to disconnect by seeking God first from all this way of living that we've been taught. You got to just live. You got to just live without any plans or any opinions about things or anything. You got to just live and be guided by the light of God. And then you shall live. And, but you got to let go. You just got to let go of this mind because it's the mind of Satan. <laughs> It just sound good, but you do not know that you fear God until he revealed to you why you fear him and what's going on. That no human being, even what I've told you today, cannot help you see it. I'm just witnesses 
I'm witnessing to the fact that you don't know what you're talking about. That you don't know what you think you know. That's all, I'm a witness to that. And I'm telling you, you got to commit to prayer. And you got to be quiet and pray so the Holy Spirit can intercede. Otherwise, Satan's going to hear your words and intercede. You're going to intercede on your behalf, and you're going to think that it's from the light of God because it sounds good. And then he'll get you to a point where you won't even, let's go right here real fast. You won't even look at what's going on with you because now you're afraid to look at what's going on because if you do, you got to admit you don't know what you think. And to admit you don't know God, Satan makes you feel like you're going to die or something. You committed a sin by admitting that you don't love God or that you don't fear God. He'll use all that against you, too. Yes, sir, real fast. You know, there's times during my day where I can be objective, mature, sound-minded, and I can just, there'd be a temptation come along to follow one of my gods, sex or food, for instance. Um, Sorry. And um, I can just throw all that calm, mature, all that facade uh, seems to be aside and just go hog into it. Yeah. And the reason for that is because sex and food is just the big deal that you know about. But Satan got you deceived in so many other little ways that you're not seeing. And so that's what the problem is. That's why God wants us to walk in the light so that he can let us see there are so many ways that we are being deceived. Not just with the obvious things, but there, there are small things that you don't see, and they seem right to you when they're really wrong. They're not right to you. You know, what's disappointing about myself is I don't seem to appreciate that state of mind. I seem to be able to dump it whenever I well, want. Well, once, once you truly enter into that state of mind, you will appreciate it. You've had the experience of it. You had some, a little light about it, but you're not entering in yet. Once you enter into the kingdom of heaven within what God is and everything that you need to know is, and it's above too, but it's inside, then you have, you, it will humble you and you can't help. It will humble you. You can't even humble yourself. It will do it and then you would appreciate it. Well, that's good news. Yeah. Just know you can't even make yourself be humble. Whenever somebody says, oh, I'm a humble person, just know that they're lying. <laughs> just think about that notion you don't know anything. You really don't know anything. And then of yourself, you could do nothing. So why be mad about that? Why not? If I can't do anything, let go. You know, and just live. You have a better chance of overcoming. You have a better chance of knowing God then when you realize that you're not in control of anything. And he has to cause you to realize that. Because you can say, oh, I realize that, but you really don't. So don't say it. I appreciate you tuning in, folks. And uh, uh, we need to tithe and offerings and take money to do these things. And uh, you can go to the website at bondinfo.org, bondinfo.org, and make a donation or call 1-800-411-2663. I would recommend when you pray, to be still and know him so he can, God can kick in and start taking over your life and stop being deceived by the 
illusion, false illusion of your imagination, which is of Satan and not of God. All right. Um, don't forget to tune into the radio show Monday through Friday. If you're not getting in, in, in your town, go to barninfo.org, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you, y'all, for coming. I appreciate it. For more information, to purchase a copy of this program or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663. That's 1-800-411-BOND. What you